Welcome to the Three Hokages podcast, where your hosts Hanif K and Kareem. Uh, today is going to be a special episode where we're going to review and talk in depthly about uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, K, did I get that correct? No. Okay. Well, we're going to keep pushing because <laughs> I'm horrible with <laughs> Japanese names. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, it's a PlayStation Four title that came out uh, about a week or so ago. Um, Kareem is far ahead of everyone else in the game, so he's going to ha- do most of the heavy lifting and talk about the game. Uh, so we're going to hand the mic on over to Kareem. Because we got questions. Uh, questions are good uh, because this game has so much content in it, uh, more than I expected. Uh, but I, I'm loving every minute of this game. Uh, so this this game is is set around um, real events, uh, which is specifically the, the Mongol uh, attempted invasion of Japan. Uh, so the game is set on um, Tsushima Island around the late 13th century, uh, where the, the Mongols initially attempt to invade Japan. Uh, so they they land on Tsushima Island. Uh, they basically decimate the samurai forces and they take over the island. Um, you survive that initial encounter as one of the samurai. Uh, and it's your responsibility to seek revenge for the other samurai. Uh, free your uncle who was captured uh, by uh, Kublai Khan. Oh, and was, to uh, help... Yeah, I thought it was, Kuta, I was like Kota Khan. Yes, Kuta. yes, the the the, the son. Um, I can't think of his name offhand because it's been it's been a while. Um, Kota <laughs> Khan. Yeah, and to help as many people on the island as you can. Um, so I've been pretty distracted in this game. Um, I'm on Act Two, but I haven't played one of the main story missions in a while because it's just so much to do, and I love it. <laughs> I I feel like I'm a Samurai Spider-Man. <laughs> you know how the PS4 game, you go around Manhattan, you're pretty much, you're helping people, you're doing all these side missions, and you feel like a hero. You feel like you are Spider-Man, um, everyday living. But that's the feeling I have from this game. I feel like I'm a hero on this island, going around helping people, I'm solving crimes, um, I'm fighting Mongols on the road here and there. I'm freeing towns. I'm freeing farmlands. I'm researching history uh, based on legends and find different armor. Uh, there's so much content that I forgot what the main story is even about. <laughs> wow. Um, but, you know, the, the reason why this game is, is so engrossing to me is because it takes these real life events. And it, it, it created a fictional story that, to me, you know, I'm not an expert on, on Japanese history, uh, but based on what I do know in my, in my visit out there, it seems pretty um, historically accurate to me um, from the standpoint of understanding what occurred with the Mongol invasion and what that did to, to change the culture in Japan, at least from the standpoint of war. Um, I, I went to the, the Samurai Museum when I was in Tokyo, and that's what the game feels like. Everything that they talked about, this is the time period that I remembered the most. Uh, and again, I know, I'm, I know I'm saying a lot about the game without getting into the details of the actual story. Which, which you, you know, know we kind of want. <laughs> but, but that takes skill <laughs> to do that. Um, so basically, the, the game is divided into three acts. Uh, the first act is 
uh, you have to respond to the initial invasion, which is basically a complete loss for your forces. Um, so you initially have to try to recruit other masses who you know on the island um, in order to, to mount an offense to free your uncle. Uh, I'm not going to say if that was successful or not, because then that takes away some of the suspense in the first act. Uh, but once you complete the first act, the second act opens up another part, another section of the island, which is just as big, if not bigger than the first section in the first act. And the, whereas the first act focused more on your own personal journey and your struggle between being an honorable samurai who never stabs anyone in the back, you have to fight with honor, you have yeah. to adapt your tactics to be more stealthy. Um, because you can't take on an army by yourself, right? You can I mean, try, but you're not going to get far. Exactly. So similar to Spider-Man, you have to do where you can, where you can, and then you let your legend take over. Um, so one of the gameplay features that I love in this game is you have to build your reputation. The reputation you build impacts your actual gameplay. Um, so every time, it's like basically you level up, but when you level up, you earn a new title. And that title you earn is reflected in the story because let's say you take on a small group of Mongols. If you kill two, the first two, the remaining ones may act terrified of you because now they're thinking of your legend or the village may know about your legend or they may even know who you really were because you play a lord and which is basically feudal Japan and basically everyone on this island tends to know you. Uh, but that's one of the gameplay elements that I love, which is anything you do, it feels like there's actual progress and it's meaningful. Um, it's not like, oh yeah, I just saved this farm. That's the end of the story. No, your legend increases. So when you go to the next area, there, it feels like there's real impact um, based on your actions. There are other little small details that make the game so engrossing, uh, such as you can bow whenever you want to. You can bow to, you know, villagers. They they call them peasants in the game, which is, you know, it's a little awkward <laughs> to me, but, <laughs> but I, I guess they want you to, to really feel and have a certain mentality when you're playing this game. But imagine walking into a village where people bow to you because you just saved them. And you can bow back whenever you want to. Or you can just pull out a flute and play one of the songs that you have. Or you can just sit around a fire and talk to a musician who's going to tell you some legend that sends you on another quest. Even little details such as how do you get to your next quest, um, which is like my favorite part of the game right now. Uh, you can follow the wind and it guides you from one location to the other. So you know how when you play a game, you, you go to the map, you select, you select your quest marker, um, and then you have to see on the screen something that's highlighted in the background. And mm -hmm. then you just basically follow what you see that's highlighted in the background. Well, this game doesn't do that. Uh, you select where you want to go on the map, but when you ride, instead of you seeing actual markers on the screen, if you want to check if you're heading in the right direction, you basically swipe up on the controller and the wind blows in the direction that you're supposed to travel. That was actually a nice... Uh... Uh, change of pace because there, there's no um, compass on the map. There's no north, south, east, or west. So it was a few times I had to keep checking the map um, uh, to make sure I'm going in the right direction when I didn't feel like doing the swipe up to um, you know watch the wind gusts kind of thing. 
Yes. And that's that's to me is is part of the beauty of the game. Uh, when you jump in it, it feels like you're there. Um, the the guide and win can take you anywhere. And it's not just to fight. Um, it's not just to save villagers, but it's even for your own progress um, in terms of the character. So you can find hot springs. Uh, you can reflect on uh, different memories that you have, and that basically increases um, your health or your stamina um, or your, your resolve, they call it, in the game. And so it's just those little touches. You can you can write poetry. You can collect banners. You can find singing crickets. Uh, you, there, are, there are so many collectibles in the game that you Wait. can really... Yeah. I'm sorry. Why are you writing poetry? Like... A haiku. Oh, a haiku. For what? Like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. But the game ties it in perfectly because they said that in the time of war, you feel like you may not want to take time to do this, but when you can't, when you come across a master who, uh, who's excellent with his haiku, he explains the importance of it. Um, and that it's even more important during this time frame in order to balance yourself and to, to gain a deeper understanding of yourself and, and the world that you're seeing. So everything that they have in this game is tied into the storyline and, and to me, what appears to be Japanese culture. So you really feel immersed in it from the way the villages are. You can travel to different shrines, uh, going through the Tory gates, everything. Um, to me, it's just, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. I have maybe a hundred plus screenshots already from this game. Well, you know, you got to put them on that social media. Yes. You know, definitely share those. I know we posted a few on uh, uh, Twitter and stuff. One thing I liked about the game, uh, like it's definitely the, the non-combat um, stuff. Like you said, just going through the Tory gates, you know, seeing him, you know, making his prayers, uh, honoring uh, the different shrines, you know, following the fox and the fox dens to um, honor the spirit animals and things like that. And I thought that was a nice touch that's outside of the normal RPG action games that I've played um, as of late. So I thought that was nice, especially the little scenes with him going into the hot springs, just relaxing like I said, and, and, and um, thinking back and doing flashbacks about his um, youth or, you know, other things, which also maximizes uh, your health. Uh, one thing you didn't mention that I did, I figured I'm not as far as you are in the game. I'm still in act one but the bamboo slices, like there's certain areas in the map where you have to go into, for the gamer anyway, is basically a different button combinations. You have a, a quick um, few seconds before your blade slices through several bamboo strikes that you have to key, hit a few uh, different keys on, on, on your joystick. So it'll be like L1, then X four times and L1 and square yeah, again and yeah. do that. And then it's almost like, um, uh, almost like a game of Simon, like, you know, like you got to add, add one more, button afterwards and they do like three times straight and you get a little bonus to your life i know that's probably going to get more complicated as we go on i've only done it like three times and, I, and it took me a while to get those three done um but the little minor details to the game i definitely love the armor the different um charms and stuff you can add to your armor um i think to me the the hottest move that i can do that's not even a um that's not even a, a, a combat move is Merely putting your your sword back in its sheath after you do um after you finish uh, taking out uh, some of the Mongols or the bandits, like you you flick the wrist, you like you see the blood fly off the blade, and you just yeah. <laughs> you're like oh that's 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 tight. Um, but I did like that at first uh, with regards to you know bowing or giving respect to other uh, uh, people in the villages or in the towns that you pass. 
Uh, I thought that was pretty good. But one thing you did, uh, one thing um, that's that's I definitely agree with you on is that visually the game is beautiful. Probably one of the most beautiful games I've played uh, this entire uh, uh, year. Uh, not just on PlayStation 4, but you know, across both consoles, Xbox and PlayStation, it's really one of the most beautiful games. Uh, you know, the, the scenery is picturesque. Uh, I've never been to Japan, but I imagine it's going to look something like that um, and more on the countryside of things. But I think you should definitely take a look at it, okay, when you get a chance. Yeah, yeah. She, she's laughing because she knows she's not going to get She's no. not going to play it. <laughs> No, but it, I'm you, sorry, you should. Mate. I have a laptop. <laughs> I'm not playing this game. Well, no, I think I think it may coming out come out on the on the PC soon. I don't know when, but I think it's going to be available for the PC on the first of never. <laughs> probably after after the PS5 comes out, they'll probably drop in. The game is, is so versatile, but you do want to check it out just to be able to see the scenery. Um, there is a lot of fighting at times, so even when you're just traveling the road, you may have come across another group of Mongols, but the the scenery is breathtaking. When you go from one field where it is, you know, uh, all red flowers, and then you go to the next one and it's just all white, it, it's incredible how the, how the transition is, um, even from day to night, uh, to see the sun rising um, as you slice someone's head off. It's just the little things, you know, <laughs> but uh, the game wouldn't be as fun as it is if the combat wasn't enjoyable um, yeah. because that's that's the main bulk of the game. And the combat really is enjoyable because you can play how you want to play. Um, there are some missions where you have to do it um, in a stealthy manner. But outside of that, you can decide if you want to focus more on being a samurai or focus more on being the ghost. Uh, so the, the techniques and the, the combat system gets so deep. Um, so even in terms of stances, there are four main stances in the game and the stance depends on the type of enemy that you're, you're fighting. And you can switch seamlessly between the stances in the middle of a fight when you're fighting someone who has just a sword, someone with a sword and a shield, someone with a spear or a brute. And it's, it's incredible when you're transitioning from one person to the next person and you're changing your stance. Um, and I have to say, I know nothing about how samurai fight, but from this game, I love it. Uh, or if you want to devote all your technique points into being a ghost um, and going around uh, targeting people without them even knowing you exist, you can do that. One of the features that I love about the combat is uh, um, standoffs. Uh, you can come across a, a you can come across a group and you can just challenge them to a fight. Um, and what you have to do is you have to draw your sword basically faster than your opponent. But they also try to trick you. You know, they, they fiend and attack or they, they stutter. And if you let go of the button wrong because your nerves aren't there, you're going to lose almost your entire health. Uh, so the, the game, the combat system is extremely deep. And even though I'm, I'm well into Act 2, I still haven't even fully explored everything. Um, I, I think I'll probably unlock all the moves before Act 3. But the combat system makes it so that no two fights are exactly the same. Really? Yeah, I did like the standoff thing, especially uh, how they start to initiate the uh, standoff. It gets really picturesque and, and 
it reminds me of watching a um a japanese film you know they, the tall yeah. grass you know and the, the wind is blowing and whatnot in the background and then they they, they square off uh although that was pretty slick um yeah but, you were saying before about before we started recording about the whole wind thing like yeah, is that like that, a constant it's yeah i mean that's it's granted like they have the you're able to use the wind or a gust of wind to show you the direction but so far, again, in, in Act 1, it seems to be a, a constant breeze in the game where there's always leaves falling. Um, everything is just in motion, I think. Which after a while, it's like, okay, I'm not used to it because most games, like playing Witcher and other games like that, where it's open-world environments, you don't see that much interaction between your character and the environment. You know, being able to you know cut down trees, cut down uh, the bamboo shoots and stuff like that, using the wind... Um, to know which direction you should direction you should be going. So to me, it's a bit overwhelming. It could be a, bit, a little bit distracting, especially when you got you know, birds and you got all this other stuff flo- floating in the air. It doesn't detract away from the the entertainment value of the game. I'm just for me, I just took it in like, okay, this is a bit much right now. Like everywhere I'm going is is always a breeze. It's always it's, everything's always in motion. It's, you know, it's like the windy city of, of Japan kind of thing. I have a question. So in like 2018, when E3 showed it, like, mm-hmm. and it was like that scene where he's like fighting, I guess, a female warrior. And it's like in like that field where like, it's like, it looks like it's autumn. Cause like the, there are yellow, uh, not yellow. There are red leaves that have fallen from the tree. And like, then there's like a fire around it. Like has, is that like in the beginning? Cause I don't know where we know I haven't played it. We know I'm probably not going to play it. But I remember seeing that from like when they did the E3 back then and it looks so interesting. So like whereabouts is that? Is like that supposed to be somebody that's going to be your ally? Are you murdering that person, Kareem? Well, I have to say that you actually do fight that person. Um, I I, I don't want to say why you fight that person. um, Exactly. Clearly in the first two acts because... (laughs) It's actually in the first act. Um, It it can be something that you can take a while to get to uh, because at times you have to go on these, what they call um, mythic tales to find specific items. Uh, It's not required, um, at least from so far, but if you do go on them, then you, you learn about these legendary items. And sometimes you encounter people who either want to protect the legend uh, and make sure that you don't disturb what's there, or they want to ha- they want to find it and take it for themselves. Oh, okay. So one of the things that the game has is, depending on the enemy that you're facing, it'll switch to basically a duo mode, um, where you you have to just use your sword and your sword fighting techniques. Uh, you can't use any weapons, and it it, it actually has a, a more focused camera. And so what you're describing is a scene that I did already have. Um, I did fight that person. Um, It was the first time I had a fight like that. Uh, But throughout the game, these different fights are scattered, and they're incredible. Um, I I did save a video of one of them, but I wanted to make sure that I actually look good and not, you know, amateur. (laughs) So I had to take a couple of videos uh, for different fights. I think I have one that I I do want to post. So I'll be able to post one of those. You don't have to show your best work. You can just show your work. <laughs> show your work. But you like you learned you in school. Say, Why is he swinging and the person's on the other side? You know, stuff like that. I just keep to myself. <laughs> but see, that, that also brings in question, 
maybe I've overlooked it. I haven't seen the ability to, in most games, you can lock onto your opponent. Now, there's uh, many a times in uh, the game where you're fighting three, four, five, or pl- five or more uh, people at the same time. So it may be difficult to lock onto one person at a time, but there's been many times where, say, a guy has a spear and I roll out the way to just to try to come back and do a side attack. But I rolled so far out the way that now he's down the hill and I got to come back and turn a pan the camera towards that. To, so now I can have him focused. Um, that to me, I thought they could have, they could have uh, worked on where you can actually lock onto your, um, your main focus of, of, of a villain. Yeah, sure. Uh, so that is something that even now I, I sometimes wish that there was a, a lock on feature, mm-hmm. um, but I'm, I'm actually getting a little bit better at it because I think, well, the problem with a lock-on feature is it's sometimes harder to transition from one enemy to the next. Um, so in, in my experience, aside from that, I think the, the game has done a decent job um, in allowing you to, to hit the person who you really want to attack. Mm-hmm. Um, but along with that comes some issues with the camera angle, uh, whereas the camera doesn't automatically change so that you can see the, the most optimal view of your fight. So sometimes the person you're fighting could be completely off camera and you have to remember, oh yeah, let me move the camera around. So that does take a little bit of time um, to adapt to it. But once you unlock other stances, I think it's better that the game doesn't have a lock on feature, uh, but I would have preferred something where you could switch between the two. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when you had mentioned the... Um... The stances, like I think it's the wind, stone, water. I think there's a wind and fire. Is it uh, moon? Moon. It reminds me of if I'm playing Ooh. as um, Demon Slayer. Like I was, uh, yeah. like when, once I switch to the water stance, like how he he, put, he puts the, the way his body movements are reminds me of like a, as if I'm Tanjiro and I'm doing like the next level of his uh, his uh, signature attack, which I thought was pretty cool. I'm, yeah, I'm still not as far as you. So there's a, still a lot of stuff I, I got to work out, but I'm doing a lot of the side missions. Not gonna lie, this image looks really awesome. Which is, which image are you looking at? The duel at Tadayori's rest. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I mean the visuals is is beautiful. Uh, I mean, especially when you fir- earlier on in the game when you're first learning how to use your swords and your uncle's teaching you the movements and you ha- you're underneath a. Uh, I don't know if it's a cherry blossom tree, but it's like, you know, the leaves are falling and everything. And it's just a really nice uh, setup. One question for you, Kareem, have you been attacked by any wildlife? Like I got, I got my ass handed to me by a few bears. <laughs> <laughs> Those bears Wait, are no joke. I'm sorry. Did you say you got your butt handed to you by bears? Hey, I tried to shoot them with the arrows and it wasn't happening. That bear just grabbed me and threw me, threw me down the hill. I died. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The bears they they are pretty tough early on. Uh, now it seems like I can take them out pretty much with one shot. Mm-hmm. But I think whoever made this game, they they probably weren't the biggest fans of dogs. What? <laughs> 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 I think I I killed um, dozens of dogs in this game. But, but but they also have eagles. Um, so the dogs are good because the, the dogs they can sense you. Um, they can sniff you out. So when you're hiding, if you don't hide in the proper location, uh, a dog may figure out you're you know, it's an intruder. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have eagles that can fly above, depending on um, which part of the game you're at, and they can spot you as well if you're not in the, in the proper cover. Um, so these birds, they do snitch on you. 
and you you, you have to shoot them down before they can. So so the game makes it so that sometimes you want to fight wildlife. Um, <laughs> wow. But then there's other missions where you have to save some wildlife. Like there was one um, that I did today, actually, where I had to save three eagles mm. um, from the Mongols. So the game tries to uh, mix it up. Okay. Yeah. I, and one uh, mission I did was... Um, there's supposed to be this forest in it. The, the, the village rumors that there's a ghost that lives in the forest that's been uh, killing uh, people who, who uh, live nearby. So you go in there at night and the, you know, it's like a fog and they got little fireflies floating around. You got to use your senses to locate what's, the, uh, what's going on in, in the dark or inside the forest at night. And I thought that was a pretty slick mission uh, to play. I haven't killed as many dogs as you. I've only killed two. I was at a fort <laughs> early on. Those, those, I forgot the breed of Mongolian dogs it was, but those things were a pain in the behind, and they would yeah. latch on. I'm trying to get them off my arm. And my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they are tough. They are tough. Yeah. They have attacks that you can't block, or at least I can't block them yet. And it, yeah, I it think just that gives one me flashbacks from growing up, you know, every day. <laughs> had to run from a dog for some reason, but. <laughs> Maybe you should hit the hot springs and contemplate about this. Exactly. They didn't give me that option yet. I could just think about my uncle or Yuna, mm-hmm. who's a pretty good character so far. Um, but the, the story has, uh, the story is actually engrossing. Mm-hmm. So even though I've been sidetracked for probably a week and, and just doing, and just riding around, finding any mission I can, uh, the actual story itself is, is pretty engrossing. Um, so the, the way Act 1 unfolds, uh, there are a little bit of, there are a few twists. Um, I don't know if you if you may see it coming, uh, but when Act Two starts, it it, it adds a, a new element um, to your side quest. Mm-hmm. That I think is pretty interesting. I think the next thing I was about to do was meet up with um, the female thief to try to uh, rescue her brother. I think that's I think I believe that's probably going to be like just before the end of Act One, but. Um, I'm again, I'm just as I'm riding the horse, I run up into some area and it's like, oh, there's a Mongol territory. Okay, start fighting, scavenge, and then I, I know, check the map. Okay, I found some other unknown uh territory. I roll into there. I'm all over the map. There's so much to do, like you said, there's, there's so much to see and do and to uncover. There's uh, just like Grand Theft Auto, these other games out there with the little hidden trinkets and stuff all over the place. However, this one has immediate rewards. Like there's things where you hit the shrine or visit a shrine. If you honor it, uh, you automatically get a, a, a charm, which you can use to either add uh, bonuses to your defense or offense or stealth capabilities. Whereas other games where you have to collect all of these just to get some reward at the end of the game. Like, okay, you've unlocked this. This one, is a, there's an immediate benefit to you finding uh, a vast majority of these trinkets and, and other discoverables. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I, I've never switched my outfit, uh, the colors of my outfit, the colors of my weapons so much in the game before in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you said, this, this game, it rewards you in so many ways um, where you have a new armor um, or a new outfit that has a different benefit. So it seems like any side quest you complete, you're going to get something out of it. I mean, that's that's the beauty of the game. You have so many different outfits, uh, so many different weapons and even accessories. Uh, I found someone that allows me to just change the colors mm-hmm. of my outfit to either all white or all black. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's like, like I said, a Samurai Spider-Man. You can change your costume <laughs> as often as you want to. 
and you, and you have the fast travel feature. So that's yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Um, well, not enjoyed it. Uh, You're enjoying it. it. I am. Yes, thank you. I I say enjoyed because I turned it off for a few minutes before we started recording. So as soon as we get off of this, I'm going right back onto it. I thought yeah. you both were doing the same thing. <laughs> Well, I, I have, have the game poised right now. So. Oh, see, he, yeah, he, he did one out. Yeah, he, he's, like, he's probably he's probably playing it on mute while we're recording right now. Me, I, I was like, oh shit, it's about to be six o'clock. I got to let me stop right now. I need to save it wherever I am before I go in any further. Yeah, yeah. So, so what is your what else is do you enjoy about the game so far? Um. See, I didn't. I didn't know. He didn't make it that far. So he has no well, idea. Well, the, 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, from the early stages of the game, um, as far as the historical references, I didn't look it up to see if, how accurate this stuff is. But what I did, like, was, to me, is a small detail: is that it's you see female characters who are not just uh, side characters, but they just you have to go save them, kind of thing. You know, the, the first lady who who rescues you, who brings you back to good health. I know you. She's working with you to you know take out the Mongols, and you have to find uh, a female samurai, or you know who's uh, I think it was Clan Adachi, where you know you help her out finding out who you know to help her avenge her family's death um, or yeah. murder. So that those those that was cool to see that it's not just a bunch of uh, dudes rolling through trying to stop the uh, the Mongols. You got the entire mm-hmm. island, you know the civ- civilians, um, whether it's male or female, working together to try to uh, get the Mongols off the island. Yes, I agree with that completely. Um, the, the the missions attached to those characters you just mentioned, they're, they're some of the most enjoyable missions I've played in the game. Um, and you really feel for the characters and their stories. Uh, Lady Masako, her family. It's like, I, I want to complete her missions because we have to avenge her family. Or feeling her pain, or even the traditions that she wants to honor um, in memory of her family is... The game pulls you in in so many ways, but like you, I, I enjoyed the fact that uh, there seemed to be a, a lot of strong female characters in this game as well. Yeah. Still not gonna play it, but okay. It's not that I'm a perpetual hater. I am not. I am not a perpetual hater. It's just that I have a laptop that is iffy on most days. I am trying to decide what do I do? Buy a gaming system, buy a laptop, buy a car. I need really only one of those things. So, you know, I mean, I want to play because honestly, this is the game that looks visually interesting. That's not a fairy themed game since, you know, <laughs> Xbox has nothing but fairy themed games. Um, everything, everything starts with a fairy music. But no, like I really do. I remember this at E3 for, two, for 2018. I was like, this actually looks really interesting. I kind of want to play it. But again, at the same time, I'm like, do I waste money on buying a PS4? When the PS5 is coming up around, do I? No, yeah, yeah. Get the PS5 because the Ghost game is going to be able to be played on the PS5. So you're right. not, gonna, yeah, you're not going to lose out on that. No. So like, it doesn't make sense for me. Like, I want to play it. It does look visually interesting, and I was like, oh, this could be an actual like animation. Like, we could do a movie. We could just do this as a full-on movie. Just keep it as the the, the visuals and stuff. But it's more of like i don't want to waste the money now i gotta get a computer i gotta get a car and i don't have to get a console <laughs> i mean i could i am just hoarding money at this point in my life though let's see but i can fully support you not wanting to um spend money on the ps4 now when the ps5 is right around the corner i right. fully support you in that see see so i'm not just being a perpetual hater this is not DC. I'm not a, just a natural hater. 
This is just I don't want to spend the money. That's all. Right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but you know, I I think this is a game that you would visually love. Um, just to explore the the island, uh, the scenery. Uh, the little details. I think you would actually love that. Just knowing how much you love Japan. See, see, he gets me. See, Kareem understands Hanif. I'm all I'm saying is that you should get the game. I didn't say when you should get the game. I just said you should get the game. You said you didn't want to. Guys, it's money, man. It's money. Well, Kareem will let you borrow the PS4 when yeah. the pop comes out. How about that? Yeah. Well, he can just sell me his PS4 or just give it to me because it's not See, like don't, he don't use it. Don't say that because I'll really sell it to you. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you had your chance to get it for free. Now you got to yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, exactly. no, I got to pay for it. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay. Well, if you, but, if you, but if you sell it to me, you got to give me the game with it. Like, you don't get to make more money off it. You got to give me you your games for the PS4. Well, I, I have no, the no, digital no. download, so it would come with it. So. <laughs> well, no, well, as you know, you could, as long as you, I guess, connect your account to hers, you could share games if, as long as you purchase them digitally. Yeah. 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 Like my, I, I, whatever I purchase uh, on PlayStation Network, I put my, ex, my uh, Xbox, my PlayStation account on my brother's console. So whatever he purchases digitally or whatever I purchase digitally, all we got to do is go into the library and it's there for us to download. Like he has it on his console now. He's never paid for it. And I paid for it and he gets to play it for free. Ooh. And vice versa. So it's all, I mean, it's a, it's a legit way to play the game with no one stealing anything. You know, you just you put your, you, it can only work against two consoles. So you can't have like the whole hood can't be linking up on a, on each other's consoles like just two people there's two consoles so like yours and kareem's or kareem and yours like that's it you can't have mine yours and kareem like they can't have a hokage network going on with the playstation there should be wouldn't that be awesome okay i'm gonna stop they would lose I'll a stop. lot of money they would but <laughs> yeah <you know>. they would <laughs> it would be helpful think of the hard economic times yes we need, we need a playstation stimulus uh, <laughs> uh plan to roll out yes we do Oh, they should make it come out just in time for the holidays, their second stimulus package. <laughs> I don't see them not doing that. No, that's probably going to be the, the last uh, ditch effort uh, to boost the economy right now. Because most states are you know, going back to square one uh, or phase one uh, when having to wear masks or having people stay indoors. Um, having to convince people to wear masks. Yeah. It hurts me every time I see another person in a foreign country that's just having that's living their best life, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm seeing people in South Korea on beaches with no mask and just chilling and having fun. I'm like, oh wait, that's a possibility for people. Well, they know how to follow instructions, and they and they, and their whole country works as a team to try to get rid of this stuff. Meanwhile, each state is doing their own thing, and the federal government is doing their own thing. I wouldn't be surprised if we're still in the same predicament by December. Just you know. Go rolling back to go to phase four and then rinse and repeat we go back to phase one because people don't know how to act well the only good thing about if this if we do fall back again for the winter though is it's cold you're gonna be wearing a face mask anyway because you're gonna be wearing scars because it's gonna be butt cold like that's hey, the but, only thing but yeah you're underestimating what americans can do they won't wear a scarf in the winter time just to spite people who say you should wear a mask. Then let, them, then let them freeze to death. But you also got to remind yourself of people going back to work. If they're indoors now working, they're not going to be sitting at the desk with a scarf on. Now, if they want to be one of those where I don't want to wear a mask 
or whatever have you. Hopefully they don't have it. Hopefully the people next to them don't have it to, you know, they, uh, get it from them. But I don't see why people are having a problem wearing a mask. So it's infringing on my rights and stuff. They, they, these are the same people who probably have no problem putting a seatbelt on or following yeah. the rules of, uh, rules of the road anyway. You know, Not even I, that. You wear. You can't go into a, into a store topless. I'm sorry. Like if you abide by the, I'm not going to be topless in a place. Shut up. Oh, but no, I, I shouldn't have to wear a mask. It's all a hoax. Like, well, you wear a seatbelt, so wouldn't you think? Well, what's the? I mean, that's that's to me it should be the same logic. You wear a seatbelt to help prevent uh, your bodily injury for you. You wear a face mask, so hopefully that prevents and you getting sick from someone else. Unfortunately, we don't know who has it until. They say they have it or whatever. And then with the let's bring it back to the game. If they're smart, you then get to get a mask just like the dude has in the game. Yes. What? The masks are pretty sick inside a uh, inside a ghost, which I thought was pretty cool. Like the cream says, like- all of the different attire and apparel that you can rock. Like I've always tweaking. I had the headband. I switched. I got the face mask. And I got the whole samurai armor, so you can take, get you, you find flowers out there that you can use to dye your ensemble different colors so it's it's a lot of stuff to do in this game outside of just fighting you know there's a lot of discoverables okay. yes so we can make a slogan be like jen wear a face mask there we exactly go. There somebody we go. needs to make those as the regular face mask <laughs> so people can wear and then you know what everybody walking around with that mask like hey i'm part demon yes i am <laughs> no okay i'm a samurai demon no okay fine just me <sighs> i would definitely rock one of those yeah i want the red one I want the red one. I do. I want the red one. It's pretty. And no one could say anything. I want the red one. But I think the overall review from us here at the Three Hokages podcast is that it's definitely a buy now uh, title. It's not one of those where you can uh, put off and wait, especially for PlayStation uh, 5 potential PlayStation 5 uh, buyers. The game is allowed, is will upscale, so you don't have to worry about buying two different uh, discs if you're buying a physical version. You will be able to play both on the, on the PlayStation 5. If you got a digital version, they did confirm that you will be able to upscale on a new console. So if you want to buy it now, play it now, great. If you want to be like K and wait till the PlayStation 5 comes out to get it, also great. But just get it. Right, just get it. No matter how you get it, even if you gotta knock somebody over the head and get it from them. Uh, we're not condoning that, but <laughs> if you want to use K as your defense uh, witness, that's good. That's for you. Uh, I'm av- unavailable, so don't try to subpoena me. For- <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of I just went to um, PlayStation's website. That collector edition where you get a copy of the mask. It's kind of nice. I'm sure it's on eBay right now. Let's let's check eBay. I'm sure someone's selling it for like twenty five dollars. Yeah. Just the mask alone. Oh, oh, well, well. Guess what? It's out of stock everywhere. <laughs> PlayStation out of stock. Walmart out of stock. GameStop out of stock. Target out of stock. Well, you're in luck. eBay has it in stock. You want the, the they're selling the mask alone for one fifty six. Get at it. No, I'm good. The entire thing is 170 bucks. I will just wait, maybe selling it see right if now. it comes back. Mm-hmm. I, I would say order a mask from somewhere else. I'm sure <laughs> you find a, a real mask outside of what they provided with the game. It's not even wearable. The, the mask here, I think it's, it's, it's uh, connected to a stand, so you can't even uh, take it off the stand. No, but it's pretty. It looks it's nice, cool. yeah, but eh, I'm good. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. 
Just wait till Japan opens up and then buy my own mask when I go back to Japan. Like, what suckers? Exactly. I'm gonna get it from the Daiso station, the, Di- the Daiso store. I'm just kidding. I'm not. I would, but I'm not. Send K all your requests now. She'll <laughs> be able to pick up everything. <laughs> she's she's traveling with just one empty uh, suitcase to fulfill everyone's uh, needs for for all souvenirs. Oddly enough, that is what I do, though. <laughs> <laughs> not surprised. Not surprised. I go with a backpack full of clothes and then I have a piece of luggage <laughs> that I put stuff in when I'm coming back with what I bought. I have issues. But yeah. So you both agree that it's a good game to buy. I will capitulate that it's a good game because I've not played it, but I've seen the gameplay from people and it has looked really amazing. So buy it. Steal it. Knock a friend over the head and take it. Whatever you do, just play it. Or watch our watch one of us play it on our Twitch account. Correct. That actually is an even better thing to do. Just watch them play it, and you get the same feeling without having to spend any actual money. It's free on Twitch. At Three Hokages Podcast. I think that about wraps up this special episode of the Three Hokages Podcast. Again, we're your hosts, K, Kareem, and Hanif. Thanks for listening. But let's get it. No itch, you wanna kick it, cause it's pre old day. When I spray, pull a three hoke I gate. We on sight, think a night, maybe move all ways. It's hard to see three ninjas when they move on stage. Now we're tuned of the sound of the new old age. Book words more clever. The stakes is higher, the stakes empire. Based on the day, it's wire. The culture ain't a case of day to day, a tiger. Respect the frame, the man's is fire. Pay comments, we can speak about us. Pay comments, we can speak about us. Pay comments, we can speak about us. Yeah.